of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Well, hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted to be providing you for five days now this week in a row. Common sense, conservative values. It does not change, ladies and gentlemen. We are not fickle. We tell you what we do. We tell you how we do it. We show you how to check us. And then we invite you to share. And share you have. I'm so glad you guys are here. We got a great show today. Seems like the wheels are falling off at least a couple of these lawsuits, these indictments and these court cases that are meant to bog down Donald Trump. And all of a sudden, it seems like they're losing their momentum. It seems that this whole era of lunacy is losing its momentum. And I'm going to take you here momentarily to a Connecticut high school for proof of that. Is it possible that our kids are the answer? They hold the key to righting what is so wrong in this country. I'm going to go with yes, and I will explain right after this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. All right, before we get to Connecticut, let's do a little housekeeping here. It must really suck to be on the left, I got to tell you, because everything that they've tried so hard to do, that they've spent years trying to concoct, working backwards to change laws and open loopholes, so ridiculous allegations against their arch nemesis, the outsider of the Beltway, who had no business winning but who 63 million people showed up for to vote into office. They will stop at nothing. But see, when you hire the wrong people who are just triggered and deranged, and then you do a lot of box checking to ensure that you score the uh, requisite DEI points on your team, you realize that you really needed that meritocracy. You needed the best of the best, and you didn't get it. And your derangement leftists is now coming home to roost. Headline, Newsweek. Jack Smith's Trump case removed from court docket. Raising eyebrows. I don't really think it's raising any eyebrows. So you've got that 
federal quote unquote election interference case. Jack Smith, who, by the way, is not supposed to be prosecuting this. He was never chosen and approved by the Senate. He is an illegitimate prosecutor. Let's not let that go. Right. His case alleging Donald Trump tried to overturn the results of the election. Preposterous wheels falling off at the same time. It appears Fannie Willis and her lover, Nathan Wade, have now been subpoenaed to testify in a case involving one of Donald Trump's co-defendants in the local, if you will, the state election interference case. It's not looking good for these folks. And it couldn't happen to nicer people. So here's the, the brief blurb on the on the federal one the jack smith case this is the 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 chutkin if i'm not mistaken tanya chutkin case donald trump's scheduled start date for his federal 2020 election obstruction trial being removed from the public calendar has sparked intrigue and rumors from maga loyalists of the former president it really isn't you've got a A dope of a guy who's grasping at straws, who's trying to do something that legally he cannot do. You wanted so desperately to get this case going, and it's not moving fast enough. Donald Trump has alleged and is claiming he had presidential immunity that absolves him from any of these ridiculous allegations. And at the same time, Fannie Willis, new allegations about her. I mean, it's just so uncomfortable, isn't it? Because we're going to chew on that a little bit later. But I already kind of teaser beezered this. See, the pendulum, when it goes crazy, it's got to snap back and come back the other way. It's coming back and it's gaining some speed, friends. And I think the speed with which woke, stupid, virtue signaling, progressive, Ideas are being slapped down and repudiated. Oh, boy, it's speeding up. Case in point. Of course, now I have to try to figure out where I put that story. Did you guys hear, by any chance, about the wonderful story in Connecticut? Apparently, there was, in a high school there, Bridgeport High School. Brookfield, excuse me. Brookfield High School. The geniuses there... At Brookfield High School decided they were going to put up a tampon dispenser in the boys' bathroom. <laughs> let, me, let me just do this real fast. I'm going to read you the headline. New York Post. <laughs> New state-mandated tampon dispenser in Connecticut High School boys' bathroom ripped down in just 20 minutes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, all of you out there who are raising common sense young men and young women who are in the trenches, as my husband Joe and I are, doing everything you can to lead by example, to listen to your children bring home ridiculous stories such as these, And then lo and behold, every now and again, one common sense kid out there says, oh, hell no, and takes action. This principal, very disappointed. Here's your story. (laughs) By the way, before we try to throw stones at this at this high school in 2022, my friends, a 700 page measure was was put out before the Connecticut legislature in the 11th hour. 
right? The people had no time to read it. And it was it's this ridiculous thing, okay? It's called the Implementer Bill. And it was dumped on lawmakers without time for review. All the Democrats passed this. Almost all the Republicans did not. And what it mandated was feminine hygiene products in every single school in at least one boy's bathroom, too. Because that makes sense. State-mandated tampon dispenser inside a boy's bathroom in a Connecticut high school was ripped down 20 minutes after it was installed this month, according to the building's disgusted principal. (laughs) Ah, the dispenser was placed in the Brookfield High School's bathroom at 9.30 a.m. last Wednesday. By 9.52, it was torn from the wall, leaving tampons littering the floor. The school's principal, Mark Balanda, said in an email to students and to staff obtained by the Connecticut Insider. The fixture was put in the bathroom as part of a new state law that mandates each school must provide free menstrual products in women's restrooms, all gender restrooms, and at least a single men's bathroom. Because the adults in this world stop knowing how to think critically. And freaking Democrats... Progressives of suck decided to get on board a wave of lunacy as the rest of us watched from shore and saw the riptide coming and we giggled and we said, oh boy, I can't wait to see how that one crashes. Well, it took 20 minutes, my friends. (laughs) Somebody ripped the damn thing out of the wall. And this principal, boy, is he really ticked off. You shouldn't do that, my man. You're on the losing side of this. And if you think your kids in your school aren't keenly aware of how much you suck, you need to wake up. I am aware that the new law says men's bathroom, but the actions today that led to vandalism and destruction of property were the work of immature boys, not men. Well, boys that you think apparently can have periods. So I'm just going to go with you're again going to be on the losing side of this crashing wave, Mr. Belenda. The state mandate put in place so trannies and intersex students would intersex we're making up words we're making up words and we're all like you know what i can't figure it out our kids don't know how to read and do math anymore i don't know why are you kidding me so enjoy today my friends because we have on the docket several delicious stories as my son michael would say that are just going to leave you tantalized. They're going to uplift you and remind you that the work that you do to be a good person, to raise good children, to love your country, and yes, to be MAGA is all so freaking worth it. Quick time out when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program. So if you're uh, looking for a place to have gay sex, apparently the Senate is a great place. And you won't even get busted or anything, right? Did you hear what happened to the dude in the Senate? Right? Okay. We're going to dig into a little bit of gross and dissect it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So I decided Brookfield High School 
in Connecticut. Connecticut, very blue state. This particular area, this county, 62.9%, I found, voted Democrat in 2020. How's that going for them right now? In addition to the whole tampon in the boys' room thing. (laughs) That makes sense, right? Well, it was interesting. Last year, 22,000 people moved out of Connecticut. I didn't know that. 22,000 people got up and moved. 18,000 migrants came in, though. So there you go. This is what's going on. (laughs) You have failed Democrats. You have unhinged state governments under extreme progressive Democrat majorities giving the middle finger F you to everybody out there who has traditional normal values. And we're the threat, which is so fantastic. All right. So, you know, if you're looking for a place to have sex, whatever sex it is, I think that you might consider the Hart Senate building. (laughs) The Hart Senate office building seems like a good place. You know, the Capitol Police decided not to file charges in that case of the dude who was having gay sex there and recorded it. But they did send Jacob Chansley to prison for 41 months for saying a prayer saying a prayer in the Senate chamber. 11 months of solitary confinement for thank you, God. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Protect these men and women who have given us access to this great facility. Thank you, Lord. Protect them. Go to jail. Gay sex? Eh, it's okay. What's going on? This is all part of the the moral decay in our country, the normalizing of the abnormal, the taking what should be a private event and demoralizing it into a middle finger to the American people. So here's your headline, Fox News, Senate sex tape, Capitol Police decline to press charges. But of course, these are the same kinds of people who allowed those five migrants who beat the tar out of two NYPD police officers who for some reason didn't fight back and put them on a a free ride to California on an airplane. You guys get free tickets all the time? Do you get to travel without, you know, without showing who you are, without having identity? This is what's going on in this country. The U.S. Capitol Police announced Thursday they have declined to press charges following the filming of a sex video that was recorded inside the Hart Senate office building on the morning of Wednesday, December 13th. I don't know about you guys, but when I wake up, maybe get a cup of coffee and a shower, I'm thinking, let's do it in the Senate. (laughs) Right? I have to laugh at it because what I want to do is vomit. And we have people in the highest echelons of government to whom this is complete desensitized standard operating procedure material. No, it is no more acceptable than having gender queer in elementary school libraries. Then it is appropriate to have any kind of documentation showing children about oral sex. My friends, you do not need me to tell you this because you live in realville quote after consulting with federal and local prosecutors 
as well as doing a comprehensive investigation. What kind of comprehensive investigation is involved in seeing somebody's face in a sex tape? I mean, are you really, really working hard on this? Hey, Earl, Earl, get in here. Look, we got to investigate. Well, you see them. They're on the video. What do you want to investigate? I don't know. But we seem like we need to do something. Nothing. Ever. Because this is what goes on in the Beltway. Although the hearing room was not open to the public at the time, the congressional staffer involved had access to the room. The two people of interest were not cooperative, nor were the elements of any of the possible crimes met. So the people involved, the two guys having sex, said, you know what? I'm not going to answer your questions. I'm going to take the fifth. Ugh. Well, okay. I guess we better call it a day. Who's up for a beer? Really? And I bring up Jacob Chansley for a reason. We had him on the show. And I asked him, a man who is not overtly political. What is it like being alone for 23 hours in a room not big enough for you to spread open your arms without hitting the walls? Well, he said, he relied on his faith to get through it. Is that what all this is? Is this the dichotomy of good and evil, which is in every movie ever made, before our very eyes, where we normalize things that aren't normal, where it's okay to destroy parks and monuments and statues, and to instead put up the sign of a devil in a, in a rotunda of a state government building, right? Where we take recreation centers from inner city youth in Boston and turn it over into migrant housing and then try to explain to the American people that this is not a giant middle finger to all of us. Because if you haven't checked your taxes yet, you better hold on to something. Because you and I and everybody getting screwed are paying for it. Facts. When we come back, speaking of this Boston Rec Center, a mom loses her ever-loving mind on Fox News. Live interview. And you'll understand why. She's fighting for her boys. The same way I am mine. Got the story next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. All right, so what is going on across the country, ladies and gentlemen, particularly in your blue states, blue cities that are swirling in a commode of filth? Thanks to woke governors, mayors, city councils, and other organizations of suck who have voted to say, we are sanctuary cities. We are such good people. 
I love us. Aren't we great? Right? These are the people who drive in their cars alone with a mask. Well, it's not going well for them. Because primarily, the African-American and Hispanic folks who are here lawfully, who actually pay in with taxes, who work, who have children, who need resources, who have been used and abused by the Democrat Party for generations, are waking up from the slumber. There is no finer punch in the face or middle finger, quite like the one that the woman you're about to hear, Keisha Effie, from Worcester, Massachusetts, experienced yesterday. I'm going to give you the headline, and then I'm going to drop the sound. WesternJournal.com headline. Democratic governor dumps hundreds of migrants and homeless in black community. Says, we really don't have a choice. No, no, see, we do have a choice. We had a choice. We screamed at you that choice. We tried, we shouted from the mountaintops. We tried to be logical. We tried to be educational. We said, hey, folks, don't fall for it. Like Donald Trump said, what do you have to lose by rolling the dice with me? Well, what do you have to lose by continuing to vote Democrat or to allow your elections to be corrupted by sucky Democrats and lousy Republicans, too, by the way? This is what you get. Great replacement in living color. Democrats in Massachusetts made the decision this week to take over a recreation center in a majority black Boston neighborhood and turn it into a shelter for migrants and the homeless. Associated Press reporting Wednesday that the Cass uh, Recreational Complex in Boston's Roxbury neighborhood will no longer be a haven for area children to gather, at least for the foreseeable future. Perfect. What a great idea. Let's take people who are trying to do the right thing whose parents probably are working, who need their children to stay focused in school, concentrating on their well-being, their health, maybe with sports, take away the one place that was safe that they could gather and then middle finger them by welcoming people and charging us for it. So that is the backdrop here. The mayor saying, the governor saying, oh, we had no choice. This is Michelle Wu, by the way, the no whites allowed Boston mayor. She's a part of this as well. Dirty as nuts. This is what you get. We have a series of of audio sound bites for you. And I think it's important. So this mom, she's from Boston, Worcester, Massachusetts, She says what needs to be said after she realizes she gets that moment, that pop, where where it all comes into focus. When she realizes that she's been conned, that she's been fooled, that the party she's likely voted for has screwed her and, but more importantly, her four sons. Now, before I play this, I want you to hear how kind, in her anger, This mom, Keisha Effie, is. These people 
feel the struggle for anybody, including illegal migrants. But she snaps. Here's audio soundbite number one. She says it out loud. We are America last now. Listen. Because this place was, like you said, it's free. It was a place for our children. Our children. I have four children, and it's sad. You know, I have four boys, you know, and... We really don't have nothing in the community that's free for us. Don't get me wrong, it's great that they want to help the immigrants, but what about the Americans that are already here? What about the people that are already here that don't have homes, that don't have jobs, that are sleeping on the street already? These people came from the airport here, probably on boats, probably on buses, and probably all for free. Now they're getting stipends, they're getting what else? I need money for me and my kids, and I was born here. Like, you know, I know life is a struggle in itself, but this is not the answer to help them. Now it's going to destroy our community more and mess our children up more. Pay attention. This is Cloward Piven. This is the two sociologist communist wackos who came up with basically the plan to destroy America. And it is highly invested in overwhelming the social welfare system of our country. And when you collapse it and you get people losing their minds and you have rampant homelessness and then you have recreation centers and other facilities that had been safety nets for folks and those things are taken away. That creates an open door for the do-gooder big government hacks to come in with the alleged solution, which is the installation of full-out communism in our country, period. By the time you realize that we already are in socialism, you're already past it. This is what's next. She seems to understand that. Audio soundbite number two. And this is, this is what more and more of these folks all over, and I say folks, people who are being displaced, who are being replaced, who are waking up to the reality. This happened in the middle of the night, she said. This rec center where my boys go. They changed this when nobody was here to fight back. Listen. I know a lot of people don't even know about this. I came here last night with my aunt, saw a lot of stadies, a lot of police, and this paper wasn't there yet. They just did this probably two, three in the morning when they brung them here. When everybody's sleep, that's when they brung them here probably. On buses, I saw um, New York plates. I saw Washington, D.C. plates. So they have that much money to come from Washington, D.C. to do this, to do that. Why are they not helping the people here first? Yes, ma'am. Let's talk we to need them. help. We need help. America first. There's, there's paper all over the windows sort of reminiscent of the election, right? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, we've had a water main and it's uh, really such a big deal. We're going to have to we're going to have to put all sorts of cardboard up on the windows and tape it there. Don't want people to see it could get ugly inside. Oh, okay. Well, we'll come back at 8 in the morning and I'm sure it'll all be fine, right? You don't paper things. 
You don't need ghost phones, aliases, secret correspondence. You don't need your own private email server or bleach bed or a hammer for your Blackberry. When you're not a dirtbag, you don't have to do that stuff. Finally, what is going to happen with this place closing? The news guy asks her, well, what, what's going to happen? What, how does this end for you and your community? Listen. What's going to be the consequence of this being changed and just to migrants? Where are those kids going to go right now? Probably to the streets. Mm. To the streets. Where most of them are already at. You know, you know, like when we look for help, it seems like the state and the governor and them people, they push us away. They want to turn our children to animals. They want our children to be bad and F up. We want better for our community. But this right here is going to be a show and it's going to be crazy. Wow. That's one of those sound bites we need to save. Because it's evergreen. I could dump that in any story we talk about. How about this? Just to piggyback off of crazy in Boston. How about Chicago? There there is nothing that progressives do, that Democrats do, one, that is good for us, and two, that they do well. Breitbart.com headline. Chicago city-sponsored migrant shelters filled with rats, rotting food, And garbage. And by the way, just because it popped into my mind, our friend, quote unquote, Phil, who is our live on the ground source in Lahaina on Maui, sending out pictures showing rampant homelessness, rampant tent cities, people living in complete destitution. And you have a president and a White House press secretary who have the audacity to say that Joe Biden is the president for everybody. He's on it. Really. A report finds that some 2,500 migrants are living in squalid conditions in Chicago in a city-sponsored facility that was converted from a warehouse to a migrant shelter. Oh, I'm sure this is fantastic. Can you imagine if this was during COVID? Everybody would have to be six feet away from each other. Here's your hand sanitizer. Here's your mask. Why don't you just put on a full body condom, right? My, 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 have we forgotten all about germs, viruses, other contagion. We'll just stuff all these people into this warehouse. What could go wrong? They damn well better hope there's no fire. Can you imagine A report claims that the shelter is infested with rats and cockroaches. Kind of like the D.C. Gulag, if you listen to any of the January 6 prisoners. It's covered in rotting food and garbage, has water quality issues. That's great. Open sewage problems, among other issues. What other issues could there possibly be? I mean, honestly, grizzly bears inside, that's like the only thing that's not mentioned. The complaints about the conditions of the shelter in the 2200 block of South Halstead Avenue were revealed in emails sent to the mayor in October. In a he- 
By the way, they're not going to change this, my friends. It's going to keep getting worse and worse. But you know what? Every single day, there is another Keisha Effie who wakes up out of the trance and sees with clear eyes. When we come back, my friends, this is your Democrat Party, of course. Big vote. Should migrants convicted of drunk driving be deported? How your Democrat Party voted next. You know, I want to really quickly bounce back to this Chicago, like a warehouse that they've stuffed 2,500 migrants in. Open sewage, rats, cockroaches, rotting food, garbage, water quality issues, and more, whatever more could be. The complaints about the conditions at the shelter in the 2200 block of South Halstead Avenue were revealed in emails sent to Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson in October, well ahead of the incident in December when a migrant child died at Comer Children's Hospital after he took ill at the shelter. Several other migrants in the same place had also gotten sick in the days after the child died. City officials have still not released any cause of death for the child. Well, that's interesting because they blamed Amos Miller in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, of making people sick without providing any evidence of that. It almost seems like it's okay if certain kinds of people get sick and die. It's okay to go after certain kinds of people. What are we doing? You got to ask yourself that question when you hear this as well. Probably didn't hear about this vote. I'm going to go with. If you break the law, you should be punished. This is not earth shattering. If you do something wrong and you get caught and you are guilty and so and so found, get ready for whatever punishment is is duly yours. Save for everything naughty about January 6th because that's just beyond legal explanation. That's lunacy. And it sucks. 150 House Democrats yesterday voted against a bill to deport illegal alien drunk drivers. Look, I don't know what the deal is with alcoholism or drunk driving among illegals. It is rampant. You guys remember Uvalde, Texas? It's like an hour from the border and the school shooting was there and it was awful, of course. One of the arguments about why those school folks were ill-equipped When a a gunman came in and shot everybody, I forget who the perpetrator was now, was because they are so used to being on lockdown because of high-speed police chases in the community that it's sort of like, well, if everything's racist, nothing is. If everything starts the fire alarm, then nothing's really an emergency, right? You become desensitized. It was so pervasive. How many high-speed chases were in and like around the school property? that they never really ever locked down anymore. And that gave the perfect opportunity for somebody who's a dirtbag to walk in and do terrible things. Why on earth would House Democrats want to put their eggs in the basket of people who came here illegally to put the rest of us in danger? They don't care about you. Period. It's another middle finger. Are you sensing the theme? 
The overwhelming majority of House Democrats voted against legislation this week that would make sure illegal alien drunk drivers are, re- are deported from the United States following their convictions. This is not rocket science. On Wednesday, 150 House Democrats voted against the Protect Our Communities from DUIs Act. I, I mean, even think, think about that. If you knew nothing about what was in the bill, zero, you could be like, yeah, I'm down with that. I'm I'm pretty sure I don't need drunk drivers on the road putting people in danger. I can vote for that. Not if you're a Democrat, though. How do you people live with yourselves? How do you do that? How do you go home and, and turn off the suck and pretend in front of your families that that all is good? That you're doing good things. Because you're not. In practice, the law would ensure the Immigrations and Customs Enforcement agents can swiftly take illegal aliens convicted of drunk driving into their custody so they can be deported. Just 59 House Democrats broke ranks with their party leadership. That, at least in and of itself, is slightly encouraging. It's almost like the awakening in our cities like Boston, where these moms and dads are like, what are we doing? Why are you so against us, Democrats? Do you want our kids to be on the streets? Indeed, they do. Even some Democrats in the House are like, wait, say what? Really? This is this is partisan? No, no, no. This is necessary. 215 House Republicans ultimately passed the bill with those 59 House Democrats who broke ranks. There was a newlywed couple from my hometown of Enterprise, Alabama, named Angel and Jeremy Say. I knew them personally. This is Representative Barry Moore speaking on the House floor. Angel and Jeremy were riding their motorcycle together when an illegal immigrant under the influence of alcohol collided with them in his pickup. Their lives were cut dramatically short. In another vote this week, 155 House Democrats voted against legislation from Representative Tom McClintock from California that would ensure ICE agents can properly deport illegal aliens convicted of social freaking security fraud against American citizens. Come on in. Beat the crap out of our cops. We'll give you a ticket to ride all the way to California. Tell Gavin we said hi. You get in an accident? You kill somebody? Well, you know what? Try not to do it again. Do you need more vouchers for free groceries? Trips to Walmart? Super. You want to swindle American citizens who've been paying into Social Security the way I have since I was freaking 13? And you want to steal it from American citizens? And you're a migrant? Well, okay. Maybe you should help Hunter Biden with his taxes. This is your Democratic Party. Now, if you're down with that as a Democrat, all right. All right. Hour number two, my friends, of the Wendy Bell radio program is on deck. And I title this next segment, Reason 451 That Blue States Suck Their Woke Attorneys General. Oh, wait for this nugget. You'll love it. It's next. 